You're listening to The Kerry Hurling Show with me, Aidan Leahy. Today we look back on Kerry's opening game of the year against Cork in the Munster Hurling League. The Rebels running out 13-point winners. We're going to hear from Kerry manager Stephen Malumphy, Cork selector Fergal Condon, and we will analyse the game with journalist Dennis Hurley of The Echo. And we speak to Dr Croke's chairman Matt O'Neill on the appointment of Aidan O'Mahony as senior hurling manager. This is episode 2 of The Kerry Hurling Show. very welcome to the Kerry Hurling Show. I'm Aidan Leahy. Game one of the year into the books for Kerry's senior hurlers. We have some reaction and analysis on the way for you. A few things before that. Kerry Camogie have a new manager in place. Pat Ryan uh, from Knockaney, East Limerick man. Previously managed senior and junior Limerick Camogie teams and Antrim Camogie teams. And he might be a familiar name to some of you. He managed the Kerry Hurlers to an All-Ireland B title in 2013. Uh, Ian Brick was coach with him in 2013. He now comes in to replace Ian Brick in that role and he's a man that I hope to speak with in the next couple of weeks for the Kerry Hurling Show. Elsewhere, Dr Croaks have made a big uh, big profile appointment for their senior hurlers. Multiple All-Ireland winner with Kerry Aidan O'Mahony. Um, Aidan has been involved, uh, been involved with Croaks in an SNC capacity now takes over the whole show which is very interesting and we're going to hear from the Dr Croaks chairman Matt O'Neill on that appointment a little bit later on in the show also some news today uh, Kerry versus Limerick which was originally fixed for Rath Keel on January 17th in the Munster Hurling League has been moved and it will now be played in Austin Stack Park in Tralee, which is uh, very good news for the the uh, Kerry Harling supporter, the All Ireland champions coming to town, and I'm sure there'll be plenty of uh, of kids asking their parents to to go to the match and maybe try and get a few autographs or a few photographs um, after the game uh, in Austin Stack Park in Tralee. So January 17th, Kerry versus Limerick in the Munster Hurling League. Now let's uh, look at. Kerry's first outing in that competition Thursday night against Cork of course um, lost out in the end 2.17 to 2.30 uh, was a very good game plenty of intensity it has to be said sometimes these games as we saw Sunday I was doing the commentary for Kerry versus Clare in the McGrath Cup and it was uh, lacklustre to, to say the least um, but uh, Thursday night was very good I, I really enjoyed it really good game good intensity to it um, and I thought for Kerry it was a good enough outing and we'll hear from Stephen Volumphy later on in the show and he says how he was disappointed in the end with the score um, and the 13 point margin he thought they could have been a bit closer but uh, overall I would say he's pretty happy um, I think the big positive is really the fitness and conditioning of Kerry you know they matched Cork for fitness and conditioning for the most part I would say out hurled in the end which is what you would expect really you know when it was it was a very strong Cork team you know um, speaking with, with Dennis we'll hear from Dennis Hurley later on and he mentions how it's a Cork B team but if you ask me it's more of a maybe an A.5 team <laughs> there's a lot of um, a lot of big players in that team like Sean O'Donoghue the captain Niall O'Leary um, Mark Keane Rob Downey Mark Keane who's I, I think is going to be uh, he's going to be in the first 15 for Cork for the majority of the year this year Um 
Conor Lehan, a man who's been at the top level for so many years, Alan Cadigan, Shane Kingston, they all started for Cork. So, um, and off the bench, they brought on the likes of uh, Kieran Joyce, who was one of the best young hurlers of the year last year, Shane Barrett. Um, for example Conor Callan as well so um, it was a very strong Cork team and Kerry held their own very very well and the youth in the squad as well for Kerry the likes of Colin Walsh was excellent Killian Trant his first uh, Kerry game at senior level I believe and uh, Kyle O'Connor as well at wing back who had a very tough job like he ended up marking the likes of Alan Cadigan and Shane Kingston and um, in the first half, it would, it's hard to be critical because I think all six backs were under pressure uh, in that first half, and there was just too much space, really, especially in that um, that second quarter of the game. I think is is what let Kerry down in the end, but uh, he really grew into it in the second half and got a fantastic score as well from underneath the stand in his own half. So, uh, really good outing for Kyle um, in his debut. Uh, John B. O'Halloran as well returning to goals and excellent it could have been 4 or 5 only for John B he made some cracking saves 2 in the first half 1 in the second a really good save from Colin Walsh of Kenturk the other Colin Walsh the Corks uh, Colin Walsh so uh, really good to see John B back in goals and look Podge Boyle excellent as always um, he was really really good and a really good goal the, the uh, best probably the Probably the best moment of the game. Uh, sideline from Shane Conway all the way across to, to Podge Boyle, who buried it in the back of the net. So, um, yeah, good uh, good, good outing, I would have to say, for Kerry. And uh, I'm sure they'll have learnt a lot from it. I suppose on the negative side, look, we mentioned already that there was probably a bit too much space for the likes of Shane Kingston and Cadigan, Lehan, Dalton, Declan Dalton was unbelievable. Um, maybe off the bench. Um, and look, there's plenty, plenty players to come back in. You know, missing the likes of, you know, the, looking from last year, Eric Lean isn't there. Um, you have the two O'Connors from Kilmoyley, Potty and Mossy who aren't there, um, and many, many more. I, I can't, they're, they're not coming to my head now, uh, but there are plenty of players that are missing from that squad and can come in and make a big, big impact. But uh, yeah, the, I would say, like we said, that second quarter where the the game plan sort of went out the window and Stephen Lumphy mentions that as well. Cork found it very easy to secure ball from the puck out and they scored a lot of points where the ball literally just came directly either from the puck out to the scorer's hand or it was short puck out, one or two passes and it was over the bar. Um, and that's just that bit of class that you have to that you have to look on from. Uh, injury worries for Connor O'Keefe and Mikey Boyle as well. Connor, I think, with a head injury, and Mikey Boyle tweaking something, possibly hamstring. Not too sure. Haven't heard anything since, uh, but hopefully nothing major or too long term. At the end of the day, as we say, uh, the Cork team just that caliber of player they had, the level of fitness. Um, Kerry didn't get hammered out of the gate. So overall. Personally, I was very happy from a Kerry point of view. Let's hear now from the Kerry manager, Stephen Malumphy. Right, I'm joined by uh, Kerry hurling boss Stephen Malumphy after the Muslim hurling league clash between Kerry and Cork. Look, a 13-point differential in the end, but I suppose particularly with the second half, there's a lot of positives to take out of that performance. Yeah, I suppose we started we started well enough. Maybe to about first eight minutes we were, we were there thereabouts. It was even next, but uh, no, we, I suppose we didn't. We Cork, I suppose, stepped on the gas in and, and pushed away from us. And do you want they found space where we didn't want them to find space? But credit to Cork, they came. You know, they came well. They came hungry today. They're very competitive, um, which is exactly what you want. Even straight after half time, it was straight into the game. So I was a little bit the pace of the game. You know, these are the games we want. Small but disappointed. To be honest, we kind of went away in the first half we, from a lot of things we were meant to do. We didn't do. 
but as I said, look, these are the games you want. Um, yeah, 13 points, more disappointing. We, we'd hope to be there, thereabouts. Um, a lot better than that, I suppose, starting against the wind in the first half. But uh, no, overall, look, as I keep saying, these are the games you want, and we'll learn a lot from that today. I suppose a few fresh faces and a few returning faces like John B had a pretty good game and goal coming back into the side and Kyle O'Connor it was a baptism of fire I suppose his first game you know against such a high level opposition but he really came into it there in the second half No no, it was you're right I think we uh, maybe four debuts today but him he's 20 years of age inside I think he was marking uh, Alan Cadigan and in Shane Kingston so a great way for him to, to begin and start off and I suppose that's what's most positive for us is we had played what, 10 subs in total so it's good to get a turnover in the panel against that high quality um, opposition and we look forward to makes our panel more competitive for the next game Yeah I suppose there's still a lot to come back into the panel the likes of Owen Ross and you know maybe Potty and Rossi O'Connor as well uh, possibly coming back into the panel but uh, you're going to face Limerick now in a couple of weeks time in Rakeel will there be more added to this panel before you, you play that game or is this the kind of panel you'll be looking at for that game? No I suppose this will be the panel we maybe one or two more to come back in there's other guys out injured at the moment um, guys who had been starting last year but you want like these guys want the chance to show us what they can do and you couldn't think of a better opposition than, than Cork and Limerick so to honest, we're delighted to hit those games and play that and yeah these guys will be ready and hungry for that game again I suppose just a couple of injury worries there Connor O'Keefe and Mikey Boyle is, was it just maybe I think Connor might have been a head was it injury yes yeah, yeah just a head injury so hopefully he'll be fine and uh, Mikey I'm actually sure what, what it is at the moment I heard two different things coming off but we'll find out in the next few minutes and hopefully it's not too serious absolutely well other than that I suppose heading in now to, to the game against Limerick setting up for the league campaign you'll just be looking to take as many positives out and getting that test and physicality into the side as well that's it exactly and the physicality is a big thing and we saw that here tonight we were delighted I suppose Cork came at a serious amount of physicality and we, we wanted to match that tonight so we're happy I suppose I know at, at moments I suppose maybe we're showing the ball a bit too much when we're, we're going to win it but uh, no the, the other game I think just Limerick all Ireland champions like, what are a greater chance to test your physicality than against them Absolutely Stephen thanks a minute Yeah and another chance to, to go now and, and build on this uh, the, the, the pre-season work they're doing against Limerick and uh, it's going to be on in Austin Stack Park in Tralee on January the 17th now let's hear from Cork selector Fergal Condon who was there in place of the absent Pat Ryan. Alright, I'm here with Fergal Condon after Cork's victory in the Munster Senior Hurling League over Kerry here in Austin Stack Park in Tralee, 230 to 217 the final score. Fergal, plenty of positives to take out of that first game in 2023. Yeah, you know, we'd be delighted with coming down to Kerry tonight and you know, I suppose we put up a nice score, you know, look the mixed bag in terms of you know some of the scores that we gave away were slappy enough but you know, we go back into the training ground and we'd assess that now and um, have chat about it with the players and we'll work on the next game for next week we'll play in UCC in the Cannon and the Brain next, next week so you know we'll, we, we'll try and correct those mistakes and we'll work on the positives as well A few new faces Declan Dalton of course will, will take the attention and uh, Cormac Bosang as well in the first half very positive to see two guys coming into the team and performing fairly well down there yeah, I suppose, you know, they'd be anxious to get a run for a long time and I suppose they'd be the hunger and, you know, that's great to see um, you see it in training and then when they can bring to the field, that's what you're looking for and I suppose you have to credit, you mentioned too far, you have to credit our defence because I suppose, you know, they were working hard and getting the ball out and I think we gave great ball at times up to the lads and I suppose they were in great positions, which is, you'll be very happy about that as well. Declan Dalton in particular, he seems to be that target man that Cork have lacked and, and like Tim Matney was tried there uh, last year under the previous regime and, and Mark Keane as well who had an excellent game today at wing back was tried there at times he looks like he might be that man to make that number 14 jersey his own and a piece that Cork have been missing for a while maybe 
Well, I suppose every jersey is available in Cork, you know, um, not just that one, but uh, I suppose the quality of the ball that a person gets makes um, makes a big difference to how he's going to play as well. So, you know, um, the number 14 jersey, there's no jersey handed out to anyone yet. There's an awful lot of fellas in competition for every place. Dickie put his hand up tonight, he did do very well, and, you know, um, we'll take it from there. Mark, I suppose, goes on to play in All-Ireland Junior uh, final now again, uh, second year in a row. He put in 35 brilliant minutes there at wing-back, very positive. Yeah, I suppose, you know, you could see the form that he's in with his club as well, you know. Um, and it's great for us to have a player like that who come in and, you know, that's what we expect when we take somebody in from the club at, uh, that are playing at a high level and, you know, high intensity all the time. Um, I suppose inter-county is different from the club scene, but, you know, yeah, he acquitted us very well tonight. We'll be very happy with Mark. A few worries, I suppose, Shane Kingston going off there at the start of the second half. Do you know, was it just maybe just a bit of a tweak? It was a precautionary to take him off? Yeah, we, we took him off immediately, you know. Um, I, I, we, we'll assess it there, no, but I'd say he tweaked his hamstring, you know. You're looking at maybe two weeks or something like that, no, but we'll get him assessed medically there, no. Um, you'll get that matches, you know. Yeah, and so, Ben as well, I suppose, is the other one. They know yeah. on the pitch a minute and yeah. went down. Yeah, yeah, it's just unfortunate for Ben, you know, young fellow trying to control it. And did he getting injured, you know, but... Um, Look, we'll, we'll get them back and they'll be grand again in a few weeks' time. As you said, yeah, as, as you said, UCC next Tuesday and then Limerick, of course, Sunday week. And this it's, this competition could be a real springboard for you now going into the league and uh, start the year on a real positive note. Correct. We have an awful lot of, as I said earlier, we have an awful lot of young fellas. We have 22 young fellas playing uh, Fitzgibbon on the next couple of weeks and, and plus the panel that's remainder. So we have an awful lot of things going on. So there's loads of young fellas putting their hand up and... The existing lads with experience are around all the time, still pushing all the buttons as well. So we have a great atmosphere on our training. Uh, we're really happy. It's a, you know, we're, we're looking forward to the league now as well, and ultimately the championship in the 30th of April. But you know, these are only our stepping stones towards the championship at the end of the day. Exactly, Fergal. Thanks, man. All right, joining me now is Dennis Hurley, journalist with the Echo. Dennis, um, I suppose Thursday night was an interesting one. Let's look at uh, Cork first of all. Pat Ryan will be delighted. He wasn't there himself, um, but they're off to a winning start, and uh, that that would have been his his sole aim, I suppose, on Thursday going down to Tralee. Yeah, Aidan, I suppose it was a case of you know giving giving young lads a chance and kind of having a few experienced guys there to to help them then and just first and foremost getting the result and trying to kind of put in some bit of a, of a performance I suppose in January you're not going to get you know fluent hurling for the whole 70 75 minutes or whatever but Cork were happy enough yeah you know they were up by um they were up by 12 points at half time they won by 13 um you know, I suppose if you were uh, if you were being a bit picky, you'd say maybe it should have been better in the second half and they gave away a couple of sloppy goals. But it, it's January, so you're you know everyone has things to work on. So Cork would be happy to have got off on the, the right foot anyway. Yeah, I think the attitude from both teams um, was super. You you expected from Kerry, I suppose, in that sort of a game. Like we saw Tipperary come to Tralee last year, expecting a walk in the park and got turned over by Kerry. But Cork treated this with the respect it deserved, and they turned up really focused. It seemed. Yeah, I, I suppose. Um, I suppose Kerry kind of. Um, with that win last year, they they gave notice to teams that they can't take it easy when they come to Tralee, and when when Cork were giving the chances to guys who are looking to make their mark, I suppose it's a good way of ensuring that no one is is um is taking it easy and that 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 fellas are are looking to kind of show that they can do it on a bigger stage. So in order to do that, you have to show that you can treat every game 
as as something on its own merits and like you say they did that they um took control early on with those um seven points in a row and you know once they went up eight two that that at that stage you knew there was never going to be a, an upset but they made sure that that Kerry never kind of holding Avenue back into it even with the, the two second half goals yeah the Declan Dalton I suppose was the outstanding uh, the uh, the standout player shall we say like a, a, a talisman for his club father O'Neill's winning the, the senior A in Cork in 2022 and I mentioned this with Fargal Condon that he might be that missing piece maybe at full forward you know his movement strength accuracy you know it was a brilliant all round performance by him and it, he's that sort of a player that Cork haven't really had in, in a while yeah, absolutely. Declan has been on the fringes of the panel for a good few years now. I'd say going back to 2019, I, I think he, he he played in the championship, but he he struggled to make an impact. And then he didn't really feature last year. He was unlucky with injuries at the start of the year and then couldn't kind of get his way back onto the panel. But he's um, he's gone away and he, he's done a lot of good work. He's he's looking very um, very trim now, you know, and he's... he's um, I suppose looking to make the most of this opportunity, like you say, he was superb for Father Niels. He's been superb for Father Niels for the last few years, and they finally got over the line with the senior A, and he's looking to carry on that um, that progress now this year. And like you say, there's an opportunity there um, in in the full forward line for the type of players he is. You know, he's he's able to take his points. He can score frees from pretty much anywhere from his own forty-five upwards. Um, he's deadly from penalties, like like you saw the other night. Um, and he's he he was involved, you know, in terms of build up play as well, which maybe is something that he has added to his game. Um, you know, Mike have always been a strength is so he's definitely looking to to kind of give give Pat Ryan something to think about this year, which is um, you know, which is very positive. Um, you know, to to see someone who's maybe a, a bit older than um than what you might expect to see, you know, the, the guy's been given a chance in this competition. Um, and, you know, he, he he's looking to, to kind of, to take that with, with two hands now. Yeah, and uh, like him, I suppose, the you know, the likes of Carmuck, Bo Sang and Mark Keane, Tommy O'Connell were all really good as well. Mark Keane playing 35 minutes, even though he's uh, an All-Ireland Junior Club final with Belly Giblin on the horizon as well. So they were more positive uh, performances by guys like that trying to make their way into the panel. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I suppose one game isn't isn't enough to kind of pass judgment on guys. But you were looking at the likes of Eaton Toomey and Sam Cork in midfield. They were involved in setting up scores before they were called ashore. Cormac was saying that three points. And like you say, Mark Keane, you know, it shows, it shows, you know, his desire to, to be involved that um, 10 days out from an All-Ireland, nine days out, he, he was willing to, to tug out and... I think definitely his best opportunity to be involved with Cork would be in the half-back line last year. He was kind of given the run in the half-forward line, right full forward, and didn't really work. Um, so I, I think he's been outstanding for Bally Giblin and for having doing the senior championship as centre-back. And, um, you know, he, uh, he he did well enough on uh, Thursday night right half-back, and that could be where he, he ha- might have the best um, might have the best chance. Just finally in Cork, there was one or two injury worries, uh, Ben Cunningham and Shane Kingston. I know, has there been any news since Thursday on those? No, there hasn't been any update. And um, We spoke to Fergal Condon afterwards and he hoped that there wouldn't be anything too serious um, and things players would be assessed. Um, 
So and Cork have the the Kenan O'Brien Cup game against UCC on Tuesday night. So I suppose we'll have more of a um, an insight then. You'd be hoping, you know, that they'll be back quickly, especially with Arif has given out for a few weeks, and then Alan Conley and Mark Coleman out for for the league. Cork can't be affording too many other injuries. Um, you know, obviously there there's a big panel there that they're working from, but you know you don't want to be relying on too many young guys you need the established players there too to to provide a, a foundation to build on and um obviously cork like, like every other team want to want to minimize the, the number of guys who are out injured from an outsider looking at kerry what were your thoughts on their performance there were some good and some not so good but overall i, I was actually quite happy from uh, a kerry supporters point of view yeah absolutely you know kerry will come away from that saying they got 217 against cork obviously it wasn't it wasn't Cork's A team, but still, um, you know, down 12 points at half time. I suppose it would have been easy to throw the hat at it, but they came out and, you know, they only lost the second half by a point. Obviously, one of the goals is very fortuitous, and there, there will surely have been um, uh, a post mortem in the Cork camp as to how that first goal from, from Podge Boyle made its way all the way to the net. But other than that, you know, Kerry. Kerry can be relatively happy. You know, there were times, right, especially in the first half, I suppose, where, you know, the, you could see Kerry's sharpness wasn't at the level of Cork. And that that's very hard to get, you know, when you're playing in, in the lower grades, you know, in the Joe McDonough Cup compared to the, the top tier All-Ireland, um, you know, but games like that can only help Kerry. Obviously, the Limerick one as well will be like that. Um, but, you know... I know, I know some people probably mightn't have been happy with their carrier going with the sharp hookups in the first half, but you you have to kind of back yourself, you know, or you have to be willing to to try that and for it not to come off to improve, you know, and and for to, to get better at it. And you know, I think I think Steve Malumphy and and his management team will be happy that you know Kerry just didn't resort to playing, we'll say, completely defensive hurling or damage limitation hurling. You know they they kept going and Jordan Conway got a got a few late points and you know Paj Boyle he he added to his tally and he got the two goals, um so you know there, there's definitely positives to take from it um going into going into the 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 Limerick game first and and then going to the into the league. The uh the main worry I think with uh I, I actually have a, a a listener sent in an email about uh Mikey Boylan where he was played and obviously lined out to start at full back but basically played a sweeper role uh for most of the game and uh listener said that he had to bring up the topic because he doesn't like the fact that he's been played for as a sweeper for years and obviously Mikey Boyle has been he's played nearly everywhere for Kerry you know in, in the last uh, five or six years he's 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 one of the best forwards and one of the best backs which is why I think no matter what a manager does sometimes you're always going to pick a fault in him because if you could split him in two it'd be great but um I actually don't agree with the, the listener said that he can't seem to impact the game from the sweeper position and that he didn't cut out enough ball and his distribution is to be questioned but I actually disagree I thought without him on Thursday night it could have been that second half especially could have been very it could have been a bit of a bloodbath to be honest yeah and, and as someone who can play as a forward and a back is probably who you'd want uh, as a sweeper you know because they can they can have an impact on the ball I think the fact that he was playing as a sweeper was probably down to Kerry I think was it Daniel Collins was playing deep, and that meant then that um, uh, you know Kerry had, had an extra body around the middle, and 
Cork ended up with a sweeper then um, with, with Tommy O'Connell, who was um, nominally centre-back, but he, he seemed to be kind of in a free role um, as well then. So it, I suppose you mightn't, you mightn't plan to have someone as a sweeper and it might turn out that they play there. But, you know, I, I, I'd be more inclined to side with you um, in, in that someone like Mikey Boyle has the nose to, to kind of know where to be to cut out the, the loose balls in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, I think, Kerry, they're probably a couple short at the back at the moment. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how Stephen Lumphy uh, adds to the squad in that area going forward. Uh, Dennis, just before we wrap up, um, I just want to speak with you, obviously, the media in, in, in Gaelic Games and, and particularly in Cork have lost a, a massive character and a, a massive part of it in Paulie Palmer. Unfortunately, we got the news on Sunday that he had passed away affectionately known as the voice of Cork GA, a man I'm sure you shared many a press box with. Uh, just incredibly sad news. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, you know, it's such a shock um, because Paddy was so such a ubiquitous part of the Cork media uh, and such a recognisable voice and such a unique a unique character. Um, you know, he was a great presence behind the mic, but he was a great guy as well away from away from the the work you know he he was a, a really really nice person and always looking to to help people whatever way he could um and you know it, it's it's such a, an awful loss uh for for his family and friends and it'll definitely um take a long time to to process it Absolutely. Well, Dennis, look, we really appreciate you speaking with us. Thanks again. Okay, thanks, Ed. Yeah, and thanks a million for Dennis joining us there and uh, for sharing his thoughts also on the sad passing of Paddy Palmer, um, who's going to be a massive, massive loss to uh, reporting in the GA and around Cork and, of course, Temple Man as well. So uh, our condolences to his friends and family. Really, really sad news. Um, just one topic from that discussion with Dennis was on Mikey Boyle, who was named a full-back. Um, and we had a listener sending in his thoughts on that, um, that, you know, they don't think it's the place for him and that he'd be better suited in the forwards. And look... Like we said, when you've a guy who's able to play in both positions, someone will always disagree with, with, with the one he ends up in. I personally thought in the second half, Mikey Boyle was really, really good. I think they all struggled in the first half because there was just simply too much space. Um, So for me, in that second half, Mikey Boyle was probably Kerry's best player. And the ball that he won and cut out was really, really good, really important. I think Kerry could have got absolutely tattooed if it wasn't for Mikey Boyle in that second half. Um and look ball distribution it's difficult to distribute a ball when you get in your hand and you look up and you see a lot of red jerseys and uh it's um that's that's down to Kerry being the the weaker team on the day you know and and Mikey Boyle with the ball in hand in the league against teams that are are that are closer to to Kerry's level and, and teams that are that Kerry are better than which there are plenty in that league group as much as it's going to be a tough league campaign Kerry are better than most of those teams for me you know for me they're the favourites to win the league this year and they're the, they're the favourites to go on to win the Joe McDonough you know and they should be thinking that way and, and they are from the sound of it and I think Mikey Boyle then could prove to be a really important player uh, come those games but like that with a sweeper sometimes you don't intentionally play the sweeper sometimes the sweeper is played by the other team and you have to, re- to react. Obviously, Kerry were always going to have to play a sweeper against the likes of Cork. Um, so, 
like that it, it, and it wasn't that black and white either so you know it's not your it's not your uh, your 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 traditional sweeper let's say there was he was picking up um players at times he was man marking at times so um yeah it, it's just one of those things where out of a game like that where there's so much positives i think to look at that as a negative i think is just uh, it's, there's, you know, it's probably a bit of a reach, I would say, uh, to be honest. But uh, absolutely, um, it's it's a valid it's a valid question to raise, and it's a valid concern to raise. And like I said, we welcome all interaction with listeners. So uh, delighted to hear your thoughts on that. And if anybody else has thoughts on it, Kerry Hurling Show at gmail dot com, all lower case. Um, and like that on socials as well you can comment underneath the posts to put your thoughts into us also right let's round out the show now by hearing from Matt O'Neill the Dr Croak's chairman on the appointment of Aidan O'Mahony as their new senior hurling manager alright delighted to say I'm joined on the line by Dr Croak's chairman Matt O'Neill Matt thanks a million for talking to us here on the Kerry Hurling Show no problem Aidan Delighted to do so. Uh, not at all. Um, I I hear I hear first of all uh, just to, to introduce uh, yourself. You're a you're a Wexford man originally, are you? So uh, you're you're well versed in both uh, both codes in the in the GA. Uh, yes, uh, from Wexford and Scarthy originally. Uh, yeah, I tried both codes. I wasn't great at either, but uh, enjoyed both. Uh, uh, and. Uh, Crokes uh, offered a great opportunity to continue that love for both sports so I ended up playing with Dr Crokes a little bit and got into the administration side then Yeah and uh, Dr Crokes of course obviously a massively the, the most successful uh, football club here in Kerry and now a senior hurling club as well with uh, this is the third season now of, of being a senior hurling club so uh, steady strides being made all the time with Dr Crokes and this year now uh, massive news in the last couple of weeks with the appointment of an All-Ireland winner with Kerry an Ireland winning footballer uh, from Rathmore Aidan O'Mahony is going to take on the senior uh, hurlers with which is um, it's great news. It's great to have these uh, stories in Kerry hurling, and I'm sure it was. Uh, it's a massive coup for you. Obviously, he's been involved with you uh, from a strength and conditioning point of view. But it's, you must be delighted to have him on board now with the senior hurlers. Absolutely. Uh, and just before I get into that, uh, we can't forget our ladies. Uh, our ladies football uh, won the intermediate championship last year, and they're also playing senior now for 2023. So we've all three uh, of our uh, senior teams in the senior championship uh, for 2023, and we're delighted with that. Uh, but getting back to Aidan, yeah, John uh, Lenehan has managed the team for a number of years and got the team up from intermediate up to senior. And uh, coming towards the end of last year, he announced that uh, at the end of the season, he was uh, going to step back from the manager's role uh, and uh, th- some of the players came to me and were anxious that we wouldn't waste time in uh, looking for a replacement and they came up with the, the idea and had approached Aidan about taking on the manager's post. So I met with Aidan and Aidan's uh, approach was, as you would expect from Aidan, very professional and need very uh, good plans uh, to put in place and uh, his ambitions were, were good for the, the Crokes. So, uh, yeah, it was a no-brainer uh, when uh, he, he was there on offer. And uh, uh, the dealings I've had with, with Aidan have been uh, very professional since. And, uh, he, you know, he's a great guy to deal with. And uh, the players have all bought into it big time. And 
So look at we look forward to a new season now upcoming and let's see where it takes us. Uh, looking to advance it. That's always been the mantra with the uh, Croaks. You try and improve on last year, make the next year better and bit by bit you, you, you try and achieve to get to the top yeah like uh, as we said third season now in the Senior County Championship and the first two haven't been that bad either uh, you've had some uh, very good occasions in town and uh, you've ran uh, my own club Abidorni Close uh, a couple of years in a row now as well uh, so it's uh, it's been going well for you and you must be happy with um, how those two seasons have gone already God, yeah. No, we, 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 it was a big decision to, to step up to the senior ranks. And, uh, like, uh, we knew we had the players there. And it was about kind of, you know, taking an extra step and improving that little bit. And incrementally, I think we've been doing that. And I think we've got a few good results. Uh, maybe not, a, you know, the, the, the end results uh, on some, but like we've run, you know, some of the senior clubs there, the, the top clubs, you know, uh, to, uh, you know, three quarters of the games. And then maybe at the end, it just slips away from us. But look, we're very happy with the progress to date. Uh, we go back years and, you know, we were difficulty in getting teams out. Uh, and bit by bit, like we kept plugging at it, uh, you know, and we got a good senior team together. Then we had a good underage structure in place and we start retaining those young lads and so much so that we needed to put in a second team and uh, so now we've got a uh, you know uh, uh, two teams going and that's vying for places and wanting to be up in the senior team and now with Aiden uh, on board we'd look to take an, another step forward like you know so it's all about progression doing the right things having the right people in place setting the standards and see where it takes us so please god we'll give people a run for the money this year again and you get some good results out of it. Yeah, and even last Thursday against Cork in Tralee, Mark Efferdin has obviously been involved with the Kerry panel now for a couple of years and he was joined by Vincent Doyle on the pitch, two Dr. Croke's men on, on the on the field to play at the same time against Cork in a hurling match. It must have been a very proud moment for the club. Absolutely, and uh, kind of a hand has been in there as well. Like, you know, so like... This is what we want. We want to be able to kind of uh, say to players uh, that are interested in playing hurling, like, you know, you can achieve the top standard, get on the county team uh, through uh, playing with Crokes. And uh, yeah, it was great. Uh, both of those players had, had a fantastic game uh, when we won the South Kerry Championship there uh, a couple of months back. And uh, like, you know, they are two of our players that we, we, we look to, 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 to for leadership. Uh, so hopefully that will continue. It's great to have lads on the, on, on the Kerry team and look forward to kind of their progress uh, with Kerry as well. And hopefully uh, kind of support uh, Kerry as well as uh, Croaks. And uh, I suppose with Aidan then, obviously, he's a football man and uh, Aidan is, he's not going to, to pretend he knows everything about the game either, I imagine. So he is going to need a, a bit of help on that side. Has he got a, a backroom team together of, of maybe uh, Dr. Croaksman or any other outside influences? Well, he, he has his backroom team, uh, Owen Walsh and Owen O'Shea, and uh, John Lenahan has agreed to, con- you know, to a bit of continuity there to uh, uh, as a selector, and uh, Ivan Hurley is coming in on the uh, stats side of things. So he has got, but 
you know, a lot has been made. He's a football man, but uh, he's a great manager, and he's proven that. Sigerson Cup uh, last year, uh, he's got a great, uh, you know, background, and his obviously his involvement at inter county level in football. A lot of these skills and a lot of these things that he needs to do are transferable. So, uh, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't make too much out of, you know, hurling football. There's a lot of similarities there. Okay, there's certain things that are different, but the skill sets that Aidan has and his approach, his professionalism, the standards he sets, these are all kind of transferable, whether it's football or hurling. I mean, so you take the likes of, um, you know, uh, Donny um, Buckley there. He goes and watches American football, basketball, all these games, and picks up something from them, and they're transferable. So two games as close as hurling and football skill sets are definitely transferable absolutely well look at uh, Matt we wish you all the very best of luck and um, hope to hope to speak to, to Aidan myself as well maybe uh, towards the start of the county league and uh, yeah look hopefully it's going to be a very good year on the club scene and inter-county scene for Kerry in hurling and this type of news only makes for it to, to be even better so Matt Matt O'Neill Dr Crocs Club Chairman thanks a minute for joining us thank you Aidan talk to you again yeah the very best of luck to all involved and like I said hoping to get onto Aidan O'Matney towards the uh, start of the County League and uh, also to the new Kerry Camogie boss, Pat Ryan, uh, who I hope to speak with in the next couple of weeks. Like I said, any ideas, anything, any topics you want us to look at, to cover, to raise, um, our next show will probably be out around the Limerick, after the after the Limerick game, I would say, on, on January 17th. So maybe uh, the... A couple of days after that, the show will be out. That's a Tuesday night, so we look to get the show out maybe on a Wednesday or a Thursday. If there's anything in the meantime you would like us to discuss, email us, kerryhurlingshow at gmail.com or all lowercase, or let us know in the comment sections of all of our social medias. Until then, a big thank you for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe on Apple and Spotify uh, to The Kerry Hurling Show. And you can also catch us on SoundCloud. We'll have all the links up for you on our social media pages. So once again, thanks for listening. This has been The Curry Hurling Show with me, Aidan Leahy. Mm-hmm.